Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Here you go, white boy Malcolm X. Just for you, and right out of the gate, too. From National Geographic, redheads aren't going extinct. Here's why. Be it ginger, auburn, or strawberry blonde, red hair is here to stay, say geneticists. So you can sleep easy now, princess. Those reports about gingers, maybe possibly, going extinct, that's just, it's fake news. That's all it is. And I didn't know. Again, it's not my fetish, folks. But in this article, it said that to get a ginger kid, to get yourself an AJKJ APA, that strapping stud of a ginger, that delicious hunk of a ginger, to get him, or I guess even, who was that idiot that Rick Astley is suing for that vocal impersonator thing? Young blood. That little Chet Hanks wannabe gangster rapper, but to get yourself a ginger kid, stud or loser, Both parents have to carry what they call a handful of genetic mutations. So in other words, white boy Malcolm X, you've got a thing for mutants. You get turned on by ginger mutants. Now, I always knew that there was something wrong with gingers. As much as we, well, as much as some of us love and obsess over gingers, I always knew There was something not right about them. They're damn mutants. No, I'm just kidding, folks. (laughs) I'm just playing around. Seriously, you think I could get away with making fun of gingers, even if I wanted to? No. No, we have nothing but the highest level of respect for gingers here on the Miller Frost podcast. Don't use that term as a pejorative at all. We do like us some gingers, even if some of us sexualize the living hell out of them. Bang a Ronald McDonald blow-up doll just to get his ginger fix. And before we jump into things, folks, On a quick programming note, a couple of trips coming up, which will impact the podcast. Next week, next Wednesday, I got to head down to see Mama Frost for a couple of days. Drink from the fire hose 
in South Carolina for a couple days. Back on Saturday, a week from this coming Saturday. But we'll get in something before I go. At least one. We'll try for two smaller ones if we can. And then the next week, White Boy Malcolm X, have you picked a spot yet or no? No? You lazy queen. Just pick a damn spot already. Jesus Christmas. We got to get the plane tickets. But anyway, White Boy Malcolm X and I, well, I guess we're aiming for Florida. Somewhere warm with a beach. So I think we're going to be out the following Wednesday through Saturday. But folks, don't tell the people in Florida we're coming. Please don't do that. As much as we make fun of Floridians, even if they're lovable, we're going to have to sneak in there under the cover of darkness. I do not want to be on the wrong end of Floridian justice. But even if I'm out a bit, we'll get in as many podcasts as we can. We'll get it done. I don't want to go dark for weeks on end again. Keep you folks hanging. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Noah Schnapp says Will Byers' sexuality journey in Stranger Things was beautifully written. Ugh. This queen again. Another celebrity gaby comes roaring on out of the closet. And just like any old queen, it's all about him. And fake him, or his character on Stranger Things, Will Byers. Although I'm not sure if he understands that. Because the way he's been yapping, yap, 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 yapping on about Will, he comes off to me like he and Will are the same person. Like everything that's going on in his life is also going on in Will's. But Will doesn't have a life because he's a character on a television show. I don't know if Noah here got that memo or not. Because, I guess with that whole, I'm more similar to Will than I thought comment, among other remarks, he's acting like, like he's basically playing himself on the show. And with this, he was talking to Us Weekly, talk about scraping the bottom of the vapid celebrity media pile, Us Weekly, What's next, Noah? Or should I call him Noah Will? What's next, Noah Will? The National Enquirer? TMZ? What? What snarky comment do you have now, white boy Malcolm X? Nil? Oh, I get it. Duh. Noah Will. Nil. Good call, sir. Very good call. So that's his new name here on the Miller Frost podcast. Nil. And if you get butthurt about that, take it up with white boy Malcolm X. But anyway, 
Mill here. He was talking to Us Weekly, and he said that his journey in season four was beautifully written. And he added that he hopes Nil fully embraces his identity in the upcoming fifth season. So I guess Nil here, maybe possibly, comes out as a big old queen on this upcoming season of Stranger Things. Oh yeah, because that's what kids did in the 80s. Came roaring on out of the closet. No. And as someone who grew up in the 80s, who was basically those kids' age in the 80s, no. Hell no, that didn't happen. You're a gay teen in the 80s. And take it from someone who was a gay teen back in the 80s. But if you were a gay teen in the 80s, your ass is parked way back in the closet. Like Ricky Martin circa 2000. So far back in the closet, folks. You're behind the shoes. That's how far back in the closet you are. Now, white boy Malcolm X. And thank you again, sir, for nil. That is the perfect amalgamation of Noah and Will being basically the same person. But white boy Malcolm X, what am I missing here? Because you and I have watched all four seasons of Stranger Things, which we both enjoyed. For the most part, we both enjoyed. But what am I missing? Because Nil here... Neil's talking about his journey in season four, that being beautifully written. I guess there was a scene with him and Mike in the back of the van, the two of them talking. That was supposedly some sort of gay thing. But did I miss something here? Because other than him being a bit of a whiny bitch, I didn't see anything gay about it. So what did I miss? Nothing. That's what I thought. So you didn't see anything gay about Nil here either? No. So he's just being a typical queen. He's trying to make it all about him. The van scene, which to me was as banal as it gets, that's now been reimagined as a glorious giant first step in Nil's grand coming out party. Okay then, princess, if you say so. And I guess the only thing I have to say about this that I haven't already said, Nil, I'd check that ego if I were you. Your character is just not that important in the grand scheme of things. And I could be completely wrong but I would not hold your breath for a Stranger Things coming out party. From one queen to another, no one cares about your coming out other than you. From the New York Post, I paid $23,000 for my wolf suit. Now I'm free of human relationships. And the idiot the creepy weirdo who paid $23,000 for his wolf suit 
He is 32-year-old Japanese engineer, Toru Yuda. I think that's how you pronounce it. U-E-D-A. Yuda. And this is what he had to say about it. When I wear my costume, I feel I'm no longer human. I'm free of human relationships, all kinds of troubles related to work and other things. I can forget about them. What is it? I'm sure with this kid being 32 years old, I'm sure there's a millennial Gen Z joke in there somewhere. But what is it with people these days and this bizarre need to publicly overshare their mental health issues or weird fetishes? Although with this one, it's probably both. If the guy wants to spend $23,000 on a wolf suit, try to disconnect from humanity by pretending to be a wolf. None of my damn business. As weird as it is, as much as this is a desperate cry for help, I'm pretty libertarian about this kind of thing. As long as you're not hurting kids or animals, go for it if you want. And if this makes him happy, although like I said, I think it's a cry for help. But if it makes him happy, good for him, I guess. I don't really care. But this incessant need with people like this guy to go to the media, to tell the entire world that you have mental health issues in somehow finding it difficult to relate to other human beings or that you have a weird fetish about dressing up as a wolf. Who does that? And I'm sure he thought him doing this, going to the media, I can imagine that he was thinking that this was somehow going to make him look, well, I don't think normal is the right word here, but I guess somehow try to rationalize this behavior, normalize this behavior. And you look at the hysterical weirdos on TikTok and other social media, but TikTok, an endless parade, some of them of severely mentally ill people all over sharing their psychoses, one after another after another. This wolf story is the tip of a very, very large iceberg of people and their public displays of mental illness. Like all these queer kids, these heterosexual kids with personality disorders, them in their super special pain-in-the-ass gender identities, all their super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns, More mental illness on public display. But this is what today's culture gets you. This is what, and you see a lot of this with the cult of transgenderism, but this is what social media and social contagion get you. And you've got these lemming kids all wanting to feel super special and unique. So they all wind up doing some version of the exact same thing. So one of them has green hair 
and the other has purple hair. One pierced their nose, and the other pierced their lip. One goes by Zizirza, and the other goes by Fei Self. But it's the same kind of screwed up kid. Same kind of screwed up young adult. So good luck, Mr. Wolf. You and all the other strange kids with your oversharing on things best left between you and a good therapist. Hope it makes you feel better. Although I suspect none of it does. Just another Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Breitbart, Georgia quarterback Stenson Bennett arrested on public intoxication charges in Dallas. Well, I guess they really don't mess around in Texas. I saw this headline and I was like, who gets arrested for public intoxication these days? They actually enforce that? If that were true, the whole city of New Orleans would be in jail. That being drunk Cajun Disneyland. That, or they should just build a big wall around it, call it the New Orleans Penal Colony, and calm down out there, you queens. Penal Colony is not what you think it is. Or is it? And as a random aside, I almost went to the University of Georgia. I got into UGA and the University of South Carolina. I was aiming high back then. But my dad, he made the smart choice. He preferred to be paying in-state tuition. Didn't want to flush too many Benjamins down the toilet if and when I flamed out of school, which I did royally. But I did eventually finish up, and I got two more degrees after that. So it wasn't a complete waste of money. But anyway, so the former quarterback of the Georgia Bulldogs, Stenson Bennett, he's the one that got busted in Dallas, and he is a strapping stud of a man. Way too young for me, but he's a good-looking young man. And I know he's not Ginger White Boy Malcolm X. But would you agree with that, sir? Stenson Bennett is a strapping stud of a man. Mostly. You know what I think it is? Part of the reason there. It's his name. Stenson. And I can see some drunk chick screaming his name as he's banging the hell out of her. Oh, Stetson. And the funny part of the story is, in addition to the city of Dallas actually enforcing a public intoxication law, 
is that some idiot journalist went to check with the University of Georgia to see if they made a statement about it. Kid doesn't even go there anymore. Like, they have a dog in this fight. He graduated in December with a degree in economics, which is what I graduated with. My first undergrad is in economics, business economics, if you want to get pedantic about it. You know what I think this is, though, White Boy Malcolm X? What I think is going on here? I betcha some queen on the Dallas police force got called to whatever disturbance Stetson the stud was at, got a look at that kid, and first thing that queen thought was, oh my, I wonder what he looks like in handcuffs. And so arrested him. Probably was thinking some weird gay porn prison thing. Naughty drunk. Stud of a quarterback gets arrested and banged by the cop. You queens in Dallas, you ain't fooling me. And on the odd chance you find some success there, you have fun with that. From BBC News, Eddie Redmayne speaks out against J.K. Rowling's trans tweets. Eddie Redmayne is the second major Wizarding World star to speak out against its creator, J.K. Rowling, and in support of trans people. Oh, looky here. Another moral coward bending the knee to our new gender identity overlords. Another moral coward attacking J.K. Rowling, attacking Voldemort, to please our new masters. And Eddie here, he played trans for pay. Now we have the gay for pay business model, which is very triggering, folks, to Michael Urie and Billy Eichner. And I guess we also have the trans for pay business model, which Eddie did back in 2016. Played a trans woman in The Danish Girl. And this is part of what moral coward Eddie Redmayne had to say in a statement to Variety. I disagree with Joe's comments. Trans women are women. Trans men are men. And non-binary identities are valid. What a clown. I know he's ginger white boy Malcolm X. Which I guess means his clown wig is already on. So don't get too triggered over there when I insult him. But what a clown. What a blithering idiot. Now I will say this. I don't fully disagree with him. I call it the Caitlyn Jenner model. If you get all your hardware upgraded, if you get your man meat cut off, sure, I'll play along with that. That's commitment. But some of these trans women, the ones who the ones who basically grow out their hair, throw on a dress, and call themselves a woman. No. Sorry, ladies. If you can still get a heart on, you're not a woman. And you can call me whatever names you want. 
if you can still get a heart on, you're not a woman. And this non-binary identities are valid garbage. Really? Eddie? Jesus Christmas girlfriend? Do you really have to pander to all these heterosexual kids and their weird personality disorders? Do you have to do that too? And if that's not bad enough, Eddie continued. I would never want to speak on behalf of the community, but I do know that my dear transgender friends and colleagues are tired of this constant questioning of their identities, which all too often results in violence and abuse. They simply want to live their lives peacefully, and it's time to let them do so. I think that's what they call gaslighting. These men who want to pretend to be women, who want to invade women's spaces so they can keep playing fantasy land where they're a young Liz Taylor or Jackie O, they're the oppressed victims here. If only everyone else would play magical fantasy land with them and accept their version of reality, everything would be just dandy. But those evil, vicious turfs constantly questioning their five o'clock shadow and raging hard on, they're the troublemakers here. Like I just said, what a clown. What a blithering idiot. What a moral coward this dopey ginger Eddie Redmayne is. And would you bang him, white boy Malcolm X? Would you bang Eddie Redmayne or would you put him on the list of gingers you won't touch? Which I think only has Prince Harry Ginger and Ed Plagiarist Sheeran on it. What is it, sir? Bang or ban Eddie Moral Coward Redmayne? Bang? You would bang him? You'd bang this idiot moral coward? This pandering clown? Seriously? Gagged? So you bang him, but he's not allowed to talk. Meh. If you say so, princess. Your fetish, not mine. And daddy, hope you enjoy being on your knees to our new gender identity overlords. Let's see where that takes your career after alienating a large swath of the population. And good luck with that. And for our last story, folks, it's from KETV. New details after Nebraska teacher accused of having sex with student. According to a witness in the search warrant, Callie Hikes, 25, met with a student outside of school multiple times a week. I bet she did. So that's right, folks. We got ourselves another teacher felled by another fresh piece of teacher bait. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Where, 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 where? Settle down out there, you horny high school teachers. There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost podcast. What have I told you 
a thousand times before. Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, more Matt Loria, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. And the horny high school teacher in question, that is 25-year-old Callie Hikes, who was a teacher at Winside Public Schools in Wayne County, Nebraska, and she was arrested back on January 22nd, although she got out, get this white boy Malcolm X, she got out the next day on $2,000 bond. That's it. That's all it takes in Wayne County, Nebraska to bail out a horny high school teacher accused of, ah, not that fresh teacher bait, seducing that fresh teacher bait, making sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. And she got busted, folks, because someone called the Department of Health and Human Services hotline and snitched on her. Tattletailed that she was handing out free orgasms to a pimply faced 17 year old boy. And of course, it was the boy's big mouth that started it all. He apparently asked members of his family how they would feel if he was dating a 25 year old. Like, that's not a dead giveaway. That's some horny high school teacher has her claws in the boy. And his sister knew that Callie here, she would sneak into the house to bang her brother. And the sister also knew that Callie was tapping her brother a couple times a week, basically all over town, including, and you can't make this up, folks, including at a cemetery. She gave him a free orgasm surrounded by dead people. And tapping fresh teacher bait in the state of Nebraska, that's considered a class 2A felony. And like Texas, she could be facing up to 20 years in prison if convicted for giving some teenager free orgasms 20 years. And if that's not bad enough for you folks, She's not the only horny high school teacher in town. There's another teacher, Rachel McPhillips. She's 28. She's now scheduled for a pretrial hearing next month on charges of child abuse and third-degree sexual assault for banging some teenager over the last two years. And I don't know why one gets a Class 2A felony and the other a third-degree sexual assault charge. But either way, off to the state pen they go. So on that note, since I cannot top all these horny high school teachers in Nebraska banging fresh teacher bait, even if they're both going to spend a long-ass time in prison for handing out free orgasms to kids, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this midweek edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. 
I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your week, a good start to your weekend, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.